got to dispel this myth that bullying is just a normal rite of passage. We have an obligation to ensure that our schools are safe for all of our kids. Body positivity is the idea that all bodies are good bodies. Things can still hurt online if you talk to someone um, in a negative way. Um, you may not know exactly how you're hurting that person if you talk about them. Words can hurt. Let's let's uh, let's all stop doing that. Get the fuck out my face with that shit. In this dark time of political correctness and safe zones, one man stands in the shadows with a microphone and a slew of unpopular opinions. Yeah, well, you know, that's just like uh, your opinion, man. Backed by an unknown podcast, he tackles the topics that question the current social norm. Well, I'm a mushroom cloud-laying motherfucker, motherfucker. This is the Toe on the Trigger podcast. With your host, Daniel Ripples. It's, you have a differing opinion than the current rising majority, so therefore you're a piece of shit, and go fuck yourself, and go die. Your toes on the trigger, and he's here to help you keep from pulling it. Welcome everybody to the Toe on the Trigger podcast, episode 084. I am your host, Daniel Ripples, and joining me... From way on yonder, in uh, somewhere in America's fedora, I have Fear Innes. How you doing today, Fear? Good, brother. What's going on? Nothing much, man. And you're the host of the Fifth Cast podcast, one of the hosts, and Fearcast. Yes, sir. Yes, sir. And I've been trying to get you on my show for about a year and a half now. <laughs> that is true. And it's I- funny. I was talking with MDI earlier, and because uh, I'm a little sick, and uh, she's like, "Well." Why don't you cancel? I'm like, nah, man. We've been going back and forth for quite a while. Yeah, I'm this, definitely doing this show. This is this has been a thing. Yeah, I've been trying to get on yours. You've been trying to get on mine, and you know we're busy. We have lives. We have shit to do. So, you know, shit happens. But uh, so I want to know. I've always wanted to know because I haven't. I've listened to your show probably for the last two years or so, and I, I'm the kind of person I'll listen to a podcast and I'll start right from their latest episode. And then go forward. I don't go and listen to backlogs and shit like that. So I've always wondered where you got the name Fear and where Razor got the name Razor. Oh, okay. Yeah, it's uh, it's yeah, it's funny, man. With the amount of podcasts anymore, it's it's too hard to go back to the back catalog. You're, you're just going to end up drowning. Plus, most of those suck anyway, so fuck it. <laughs> right? Up until like episode 50, most podcasts are kind of bleh. <laughs> Yeah, you're. It's still like the the high school dance. You're trying to figure out how to how to work everything, but yeah, trying. We're to, in them trying to get the girl naked. Now, man. <laughs> <laughs> um the the nickname. Um, a long time ago, I used to be in metal bands, and uh, one of the names of a band that never ended up being uh, was the Fear Agenda. And uh, just because I, I I think I was watching something. I think it had to do with Bush. And uh, and how he was in his presidency and something along, and they were talking about how they use the media to kind of spear this this whole fear agenda that they had, and I was like, that's a that's a dope fucking kind of name for a metal band. Yeah, that. And uh, go ahead, go ahead. No, go ahead. I was just agreeing with you. That's. <laughs> yeah. So I was just like, all right, well, that's that's pretty cool. So then. Uh, the guys I was jamming with at the time, they're like, yeah, no problem. And then like two weeks later, we ended up flushing it down the toilet. 
And, uh, and I just really liked that name, so I kind of held on to it. It ended up being uh, my gamer tag on Xbox. And, uh, and so it just kind of took off from there. Whenever we'd play Call of Duty, people would just call me Fear, and years later, I'm, I'm just Fear. You're just Fear. You don't even really go. I, don't, I mean, I know your name is Sean, but nobody that, in the podcasting community that we're part of, like nobody calls you that. And I don't, sometimes on your show, MDI will call you Sean, and I don't even yeah. know who she's talking about. <laughs> it's it's funny man like even when we we went to uh the why not con there in vegas uh last year and when we met everybody everybody called me fear and then every once in a while mdi would say hey sean and everybody would look around like who the fuck is there's oh, a sean oh. here <laughs> and how did uh how did razor get his name so razor uh me and razor are big fans of pantera and uh the guitar that dimebag daryl used to play before he passed on was uh the razorback so he would just his handle for a lot of his social media was the razorback rebel and uh and then now years later it's just razor just razor and then mdi that's just initials nothing that's just her initials she's, nothing she's clever really nah nah i think i just in one episode i just i called her mdi and she's like you know what i don't hate that I'm like, all right right on it's either that or sugar tits and she hated that <sighs> Man, women, they, we give them such sweet names, and they never, they never reciprocate. They, they don't care. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. I don't get it, but it's, it's crazy. It's funny on your show sometimes you'll you'll say something just completely, just like fucked up, really. And you could just, <laughs> I could just hear her like, oh, fuck, like I married this guy. Oh, jeez. <laughs> yeah, man, that happens a lot. That happens in our daylight, <laughs> like just daily. Because, uh, I don't know, I, I'm a big fan of saying anything. Like, I don't really have a filter. Um, and that's just because it's fun. Like, I, the, the ability to say whatever, that's why I love podcasting. The ability to say whatever the fuck you want, whenever the fuck you want. And you don't got to apologize for it. Because, really, it's all jokes. It's not like I'm doing hate speech and trying to start a rally. I just like saying really crazy shit and then watch everybody in the room go, look at this motherfucker. <laughs> what this guy just say? <laughs> Exactly. And uh then you had your show for how long now? Probably it's coming on like almost three years now, right? Um, yeah, shit. I'd say three years, at least three, three and a half. Well, the we've I think we started about three and a half years ago with uh with a show that's no longer around Lights Out Radio. And and uh Fifth Cash came shortly after that. So I'd say yeah, at least three, three and a half years. That's a good amount. I think I'm coming up on almost, uh, fuck, what is this? This is, I'm in year two. It'll be the third year on uh, on the podiversary on July 4th. I decided to make the podcast birthday the same as America's birthday. Because it's an American podcast good, yeah. for American people. <laughs> but, uh, Hell yeah. But, I mean, you and, because uh, uh, MDI is your wife and Razor is her brother, I believe, right? And you guys have such a dynamic you know, you guys just um, stick together so well in that show, and you play off of each other, and and you banter back and forth. Have you guys always been that close? Yeah, it's funny. Like me and MDI, uh, we've been together seventeen, eighteen years, and so I mean, like we we were high school sweethearts, and so I mean, I've known both of them. Like I said, going on twenty years. And just, I mean, that's 20 years of chemistry that you've gotten to know the person. And, like, we've we've been through it all. Like, we, we've got kids. We're married. Uh, Razor lives with us. And, 
yeah, there's just for years we would have these outlandish conversations and I'd just be like, you know what, man, like it was, this is pretty funny shit. I wish we could like record it and put it out for the world. Sure as shit, podcasting came along and uh, we, so me and Razor were like, you know what, fuck it, let's do it. Let's, let's record one of our fucking stupid conversations we have and uh, turns out people dig it. Yeah, I mean, you guys do have quite a following, I've noticed, on like Twitter and Facebook and all, all kinds of social media. It's, uh, yeah, it's, it's, fuck, it's a job, man. Like, it, it's funny, because it's a fun job, but, I mean, it's to the point where we've spent hours and hours just between growing social media and tr- just schmoozing people and doing shows and being guests on other shows, and uh, it's, yeah, it's been a long time coming. Yeah, it, it's definitely uh, it's definitely picked up, I've noticed. So I have this story right here, uh, and I have to do it now because it's kind of timely because it's it's this just happened. But uh, in Boston, because of the storm is coming, they the roads are going to be just completely snowed in. And I don't know if you've heard the story or not, but um, because the bu- you know the budget for cleaning the roads and everything is just at a certain level, so Pornhub has decided to step in. And help people who want to get plowed. <laughs> so they're they're going through the town and they're you know with snow plows and they're they're plowing away snow. That's awesome. Yeah, uh, who would have known that? A, it's it's kind of funny with Pornhub. I've read a, a couple different things about them because you know, it, I I just read Pornhub for the articles. You know, I don't I don't, yeah, I don't delve into research. the yeah. I mean, they have porn on there, but it's not important. I don't. I'm I'm much more classy than that. You know. Uh, yeah, you're. I mean, you're you're an in depth dude. You you're not just there for the the the, the, the snatch thrills and the, of the devil. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> I was trying to class it up. You're not there for the fucking poontang, bitch. Yeah, no, no. I read for the articles and from the things that I've heard. Like Pornhub is actually like blowing up and doing other things besides porn. Like they're plowing the roads and they're raising money for like charities and shit. Like who would have thought that like you know the the devil's vice would bring on so many good things it's uh it's pretty amazing and they they're they're doing it right and like and i think that's it like the the porn industry is kind of a lot of people don't understand that it it essentially leads the majority of tech devices like it's the reason we went with blu-ray versus hd dvd or whatever the fuck that other thing was and uh, the whole streaming of porn has, I, I don't give a shit what anyone says. Netflix wouldn't have thought of that if porn didn't hit that shit first. Oh, for sure. So it's like, it's like they're, they push it to the point and now they're like, you know what? We're kind of big enough because they've been doing like, and I really like Pornhub because they do all them different studies and they're like, uh, here's who likes fucking anal and here, like, and you can break it down per region and shit. And all in the South always likes the incest porn, of course. A hundred percent. Every 100%, time, they just love that shit. <laughs> Whatever they got to do, but uh, but yeah, they're. I feel like they're doing it right. Like they're making it a real kind of company, and in not just sort of like skin shit, but it's kind of smart. And like, I'm kind of curious to see where they take it because it's almost like uh, the dirtier version of the chive. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> uh, it's it's funny like because you were saying about how you know. Every medium is because of porn, you know, Blu-ray and all that. And I've noticed with new technologies that come out, there's right when after they come out, there's always like, can we can we sex this? And one <laughs> yeah. of the, you know, like the virtual reality. As soon as that came out, people are like, you know, you could be on the moon. It's like, but can you fuck somebody? 
Yeah. <laughs> That's all I want to do. I, I just want to fuck. Like, okay, can I fuck someone on the moon? Like, I don't care where you take me, but I want to be able to fuck when I get there. Oh, yeah. Well, dudes with hard-ons, they, they are the scientists, man. Because each time, like, because, like, did you ever see that? There was, like, a little meme that showed cell phones. And it showed how they, they were getting smaller and smaller. And then it was, like, I don't know, the 20, whatever the fuck. And it's, like, then we we figured out we could watch porn. And you see them getting bigger and bigger and bigger. And it's, like, huh, that's probably right. And now people are walking around with phones the size of tablets. Exactly. I, I it's think, a lot less weird than me just walking around like my computer, I guess. I would do it. I mean, I, I used to carry. I mean, I used to carry my laptop with me everywhere before I got a smartphone because you know you never know when you have to take a quick porn break. Yeah. Yo, I got a deuce in this McD's, but first I better take care of this fry. <laughs> Is that what you call it? Yeah. You just call your dick fry. a fry. It's just my little curly fry. Don't worry yeah, about you it. You want to touch my curly fry? My greasy curly fry. Oh yeah, baby. <laughs> <laughs> oh man. Okay. I'm I'm very article heavy today. So Okay. I'm trying to get rid of some of my show prep so I can build it back up again. So you're my dumping ground. You are my dumpster. So research I've been called worse. <laughs> by better, probably. Uh research carried out by State University of New York recently suggested that blowjobs can have a whole host of health benefits. That's right. But it seems that women also have cause for joy now, as some parallel research conducted suggests that cunnilingus has plenty of its own advantages for both men and women. And so, in listening to your show, I've noticed sometimes your wife has a lot of like health issues. You know, like she always has those earaches and like a bunch of shit. And I think it's because you're not going down on your wife enough. Well, I disagree, good sir. I take care of that punani. I mean, you're gone a lot, though. You work very far away for long periods of time. So it's that time away that I think is what's breaking down her immune system. Oh, you might be right. Maybe i I got to quit this job. You're killing your wife here. You're pussy. killing your wife. I, I'm killing my wife with lack of pussy eating. Holy yes. shit. Yes, you're not eating it enough, and she's going to die. And it's going to be your fault. And I'm going to show up at the funeral, and I'm going to say that to your face. <laughs> And I just I start crying. I'm like, it's true. It's true. It's I true. I should have ate her pussy more. I don't know why I just Seinfeld that. That was weird. <laughs> well, it's with all these people dying. <laughs> For sure. Yeah, man. Um, that's hilarious. I think it's funny that they keep doing studies on this. I actually read a study the other day. I think it was on fucking Snapchat or something. So who knows what's it's real. It's probably on Pornhub. It was from, uh, it has oh. probably porn. No, I think it was. Um, shit. What's the. What's the women's book that Cosmopolitan? Ah, uh, yes. Uh, it's talking about twelve reasons why you should never blow a guy again. Oh, and it was the most hateful feminist shit I ever read. I threw my phone, good sir. Oh, I couldn't wow. believe it. Yeah, no, that's that's just that's bullshit. And you know, my thing is, I I don't know if I'm in like a minority or something, but blowjobs are just okay to me. Like I'm okay with them, but I don't. I'm not like yeah, fucking suck my dick. You know, like it's not that big of a deal to me. So, I mean, I, I guess if I dated a girl who said, like, she didn't give head, like, I'd be like, that's fucking weird. But, yeah, like, they make you? you right? You're a, you're a defected model. But uh, yeah. I, I more or less like them for just, like, okay, like, let's just get, let's get some blood flowing, and then we're going to go straight to the pussy. Because, like, blowjobs are just, for me, I think they're kind of overrated. <clears throat> well, it's funny. When I was younger... I was very much the blowjob man. Like I, I loved uh, getting it all the time to the point where MDI would be like 
all you want to do is get blowjobs. I'm like, no, I don't. Keep sucking. Um, <laughs> and uh, and now that I'm like getting older, I don't know. I, I'm kind of in the same boat. Like, I, I love it. And, and I actually like eating pussy more than I like getting head. Yes. I could and never then, date a woman who would not let me eat her out. It would just not. No, it wouldn't, you. wouldn't work. I, yeah, you got to leave. Like unless like somebody stuck dynamite in your pussy and just blasted it apart and you're just like I don't know what's down there. <laughs> what's going then, yeah, on? Okay, yeah, I get yeah. it. <laughs> I get it. But I wouldn't date that like... either. You know what I mean? So <laughs> no, it's, no. So no. it's like no matter what it is, like if there's any reason, the only real reasons why your pussy can't be eaten are reasons why I wouldn't want to date you. Like it smells really bad. It tastes really bad. It's a penis. You know things like that. <laughs> yeah. Uh, are you sure this is a clit? I'm pretty sure it looks like a dong. Yeah. No, if, no, it's just big. If you're giving her a hand job when you're down there, like it's it's you know it's time to question <laughs> your sexuality. Not that there's anything wrong with that. I'm just yeah, saying. Yeah, yeah. yeah, to each their own. But uh, but yeah, and I don't know. I find just now that as I get older, I just I eat like, the same way. Get the blood flowing, and then it's time to tap that. And you know, back back to the you know like porn and all that. I think that women think that deep throating is like the ultimate go-to all the time and i think that it's being over overplayed it's like that really you know it's like that song that comes out in the summer that they play on the radio every 10 minutes that's what deep throat is no i uh i definitely agree i mean uh it's 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 supposed to be an accent it's supposed to be a little holy shit as things are going on like you throw porn on, and some of these girls are just like, <laughs> yeah, and it's it's and, not. And my dick starts going soft. I'm like, that no, yeah, what is wrong with jamming you? your dick right into the back of their throat and hitting their tonsils with it? And you're, it's like it's like you're it's like you're humping a wall yeah, over I'm and over just... and over again. Yeah, I don't, I don't get, it. I don't know. And then I don't know about you, but I, there's a lot of times I'll fall down like the porn hole, where like <laughs> the porn hole. It's like yeah, dun dun, and then uh, so it'll be like it's it because they've almost set it up like YouTube now where it's like you kind of like that. Do you think you like this? And like next thing I know, it's like two midget guys fighting, and while a girl masturbates in the middle of like a, a mud pit ring, and I'm like, whoa, where did I go? Wrong? And you're just like not even masturbating at that point. You're just like no. slowly stroking it, like keeping it hard while you're finding something like actually arousing. But then you're just looking at it for science. You're just like, whoa, like. This is different. This is artsy. I like this. Look at that camera angle. Yeah, you're like, really? They went there. That's oh, very Michael Bay of them. Wow. <laughs> yeah. And uh, yeah, yeah, you just kind of do the the slow kind of pump. Like, I'm not getting off on this, but I really don't want to lose this erection. What's the weirdest or worst porn that you've ever watched? Watched and jerked off, or just watched? Let's do both. Uh, well, I don't know. I, I uh, man, I don't know. I, I. I watched this dude like beat the shit out of a woman, uh, choke her unconscious several times, bring her back, and like she just started crying and was thanking him, and like he was like kicking her in the pussy. Like she she looked like she'd been in a street fight, and I I did not masturbate to that. You didn't I beat just off to that one. To, you just no, had, I just to, had watch. to see it. Yeah, I'm just like I got to see where this goes. I even, I even put my dick away. I was like, oh, you don't got to see this. This is just a movie now. It's not even, yeah, yeah it's just, I'm just watching a horror movie. Nothing, nothing strange tonight. Yeah. Yeah. I never understood that like construction sex where people are like kicking and punching and like dropping elbows on each other. And I'm like, 
If you that if that's what it takes to get off, man, you got some rewiring that needs to be done in your brain. And I mean, I think that's what it is. Once you open Pandora's box with sex, and I think you've talked about this before, like if you keep your sex like as simple as you can and still have some fun, then it's okay. But as soon as you start delving into like more and more things, then it you know, first next thing you're in like fifty shades darker and then you're like, you know, next thing you know, you're you're hanging from your nipples from like a skyscraper and and, and nothing can get you off anymore until that point where it's like I think that death will be the sexiest thing ever. Yeah, no, it really is. Like it like humanity is so dark and fucked up. Like the the way that we can adapt our brains to the most heinous shit but tell us like oh this is good. This is the good stuff. And you're like, yo, you see that rag over there? Douse it with fucking lighter fluid and then put it on my head and then light it on fire. And then don't like, put it out. Those fuck- no matter yeah, what I say, don't put it out. Yeah, just just keep going. Just keep going. <laughs> and you're like, what the fuck? Yeah, and uh, yeah, I I don't know. People accuse me of being kinky all the time, and I talked about this on a past episode. Like people like like there's a lot of girls that I know that are very like they're very modest sexually. They're just content with just fucking, and that's it. You know, I was talking to a girl last night, and she's like, you know, I just love missionary like position. That's all. I'm cool with that. And she accused me of being like hardcore kinky because she's heard all these stories I've told. And I'm like, but that wasn't me that wanted it. It's the girl that wanted it. So I like went along with it to do it. But honestly, like I'm a lazy fat fuck. Like I would love to just like eat you out, fuck your brains out, smoke a cigarette, watch a movie, fall asleep. Like that would be a beautiful night. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's funny. Like, because uh, guys can be talked into anything, it's oh, yeah. it's just the way it is. Because we we just want to bang and, like you said, have a smoke and call it a day. Yeah. And if a girl's like, okay, now flip me on my head, and you're like, okay. I think that's how, I think that's how anal was invented. I mean, I don't think a guy came up with that. No. I mean, I kind of do, well, but I kind of don't because guys are kind of like, ooh, poop. But like, I think it was just a chick one day that was like, well, this is also a hole. Like, do you want to do that? And the guy's like, do I have to? And she's like, yeah. And he's like, fine. And then he did. He's like, oh, this is fucking awesome. Yeah. I, well, I could see the whole uh, doggy style and then him toss a finger. And she's like, why don't you toss the dong in? He's <laughs> like, oh, you kinky whore. Yes, I will. And now it's it's the norm. I don't know. I personally think that, uh, again, I think that anal is also overrated. You know what I, I I hear that a lot. I in uh, like not to get too personal, we've never done it. Yeah. Um, but, uh, but I hear a lot. Like it's just the norm. Like for a while, it was like super taboo, and you need to find that one freaky chick and just get enough tequila in her to do it. Now it's like now every every chick is taken in the ass. Yeah, it and like some of them before they're pussy. They're like just toss it right in there, raw dog, and you're like, holy shit, you're a red flag. I actually had an experience like that. There was this chick who I, you know, I, I told her what my intentions were, and I came over to her house, and we were hanging out, and then we started making out, and next thing you know, we're naked, and I'm going down there, and I'm eating her out, and then I go to fuck her, and she doesn't want to fuck, and I was like, oh, okay, and she goes, do you want to just want to put it in my ass? And I, <laughs> I was like, so you're okay with me fucking you in the ass, but not, okay, whatever. I, I, yeah, I just, I didn't get it. 
I ended yeah, up, I, I didn't do it either because I was just, to me, that was just like a whole bunch really? of strange. Yeah, it was a whole bunch of strange that I wasn't into, you know, and you don't, I mean, from experience, I know you don't just, just ram it in. You got to kind of work it. And I wasn't familiar enough with her to want to get familiar with her cornhole, you know? True, true. Because next thing you know, she, she if she's that freaky, she's going to shit on you. Yeah. I mean, that that's her gig. I mean, then I, then I have corn all over me and it's just not, that's just not a good night. No, nobody wants to be covered in corn and poo. Yeah. I mean, wow. no, some people some do. People. Yeah, there's yeah. a there's That's a the whole there's a whole group of folks that like that kind of shit. <laughs> there was, I mean, fuck, it, I think a lot of it is in like Japan too, where they just Japan is freaky, man. The tentacles like and the squid. Zero fucks. Yeah, but no, they give one fuck. There's one fuck that they give, and that is genitals. They do not show genitals, but they will show all kinds of other fucked up shit in a porn movie, but they won't show genitals. I don't get that like i i don't think i've ever looked into like the reasoning behind it but yeah like i've seen a werewolf fuck a chick but i didn't see the werewolf's dick and, and if it showed it it was like you know they witness protected it you know they just like it was on cops yeah. or something i mean this guy's dick did some shit it's in witness protection <laughs> scary dick. <laughs> but yeah um let's see what else do i have here i have uh, I don't know. This might not even really relate to you because you've been you've been married and together with your your wife for so long that you might not even. Did they have Did they have friend zone back when you were in high school? Was I think anything. I think friend zone was anything before you fucked. Like I don't think it was the it, what it is now. You you were just always friends until you banged. Ah, uh, okay. Where so, now it's like an actual thing. Yeah, we didn't call it anything. I don't think. But it was just a known. It, it's always been around. It just didn't have a name until just recently. Yeah, I think it was like a girl that would come over and kind of let you dry hump her, but that's as far as it ever went. And now it's like a thing. I mean, do you did you have a lot of uh, friend zoned people in your, in your younger your life? life? Yes, uh, I don't know, a couple maybe. A couple. Like, yeah, because I like I was, I I didn't start kind of dabbling until I was like sixteen. I think it's kind of late. Ah, yeah, you were definitely late. I think I fucked my first chick at like 13. Jesus, man. Yeah. So, so, you Americans get her done early. Yeah, I mean, we, we start doing drugs early. We start drinking early. We start fucking early. We just we have to get it all out of the way, all out of our system so we can go and like work a productive thing. I mean, we're not like you. We don't have free health care, so we have to like work for insurance <laughs> and shit. You know what I mean? So we have to really yeah. like get it out of the way under our parents' plan. And then when we get old enough to support ourselves, then we have to like go out and be productive. Makes sense. And that sense. that girl that I actually lost it to, this she came over to my house. We used to hang out all the time, and she'd tell her parents she was going to go walk her dog, and then she'd come over to my house, and we'd make out all the time. So one day she comes over, and I'm like, "Oh my god, I'm going to eat out. I'm going to eat my first pussy. Like, yes, this is going to be great." And so I, I take off her pants, and she has this like white film on her shit. And me not knowing, I was like, maybe that's just like a normal thing, kind of. So <laughs> you're like, dude, pussy cheese, perfect. I love cheese. I was like, yeah, right. I was like, where's the crackers? Let's do this. <laughs> and uh, so I, I gave it a little, a little swipe, a little credit card swipe with the tongue, and uh, my mouth instantly, my tongue instantly dried up. So come to find out, um, she was also 13 and I guess wasn't taught about proper cleanliness so she just thought hey it kind of smells a little bit so I'll put some roll on deodorant oh Jesus Christ so there was like chunky like you know 
Dove deodorant that just, you know, it's antiperspirant. So as soon as I lick it, my tongue is completely like, it's just sour and dry. And so I licked it a couple more times just to make sure I liked it. You got it. Yeah. You got to make sure it's science. It is science. And you know, that whole experience you would think would make me be like, I'm never eating pussy again because I've eaten food that made me throw up that night. And like, it took me years to ever like even entertain the notion of eating it again. But for me, I was just like, oh, that was just an odd experience. I'll just do, I'll try it again. That makes it, it didn't make you gun shy at all. No, it didn't. It did not. And I don't know. I think it built my confidence. It's like, you got to get the really shitty one out of the way first. Well, and that, that kind of makes sense. Cause like, uh, one of the first that I encountered had a, had a little odor to it. And, uh, and I, and then once I got to one that didn't, you really appreciate it and you take care of that pussy. Yeah. I mean that, yeah, exactly. It's like, it's like when you've been driving around and like a, 1993 Honda Civic with like like one cylinder misfires and it's just falling apart, you know. And then you finally you get your first like real car and you respect it and you get the oil changed every three thousand miles and you give it the tune up that it deserves. Like you need to go through those shitty hoopties to, yeah. before you get the nice the nice ride. Yeah, you're just like okay, I will take care of this. I just compared was- a bunch <laughs> of women to really shitty cars. Yeah, it will smell like rich Corinthian leather. <laughs> I don't Not know. Like the rest of you hoopty whores. <laughs> you fucking Honda Civics, get out of here. <laughs> I'm going to go with a Nissan. I don't know if that's much better. Or a Volkswagen. Yeah. An Audi. There you go. You can get Audis, yeah. dude. Audis are good. I mean, they're just really expensive Volkswagens, but whatever. Whatever works. At least it takes care of its pussy. Yes, it does. Engine. Well, and yeah, it changes its oil every three thousand miles and and wipes from uh, front to back. Always good. Always good. Yeah, I mean, there are some women who legitimately don't know about the front to back rule. I think it's funny that guys seem to know it a lot. Like, because I've I've coming and you're like, whoa, hold on, no, I don't even have one of those. I know that's incorrect. Yeah, I mean, because there's shit. And then there's your pussy. And if you wipe it that way, it's going to cross-contaminate the two areas. Yeah. You never bring the shit to the clip. Yeah. This isn't McDonald's. You can't just mix shit like that. No. Yeah. Okay. So this list here. Seven things every guy must do to avoid getting friend-zoned as told by a woman. Number one, be direct. Like, can I take you out sometime? That's the question that clearly indicates you as a man want us. Be upfront from the very beginning. Don't revert to want to hang out. That says friend zone. So guys, please take initiative to take us out on a definitive date, which takes me to the next point. Number two, put effort into planning a date. I guess we should stop at be direct and, and have a discussion. I think that's what radio people do, right? Yeah, yeah. They go stop, they stop on each point. See, they, they don't do very good transitions on this. They just they go right into it. They don't let, it's a woman. She's just like, let me talk. This is my thing. Do not stop. We're going yeah, to point I'm just two. Gonna ram it in. Yeah. We're so, into two already. Listen up. Yeah, we're into two. So on one, be direct. I agree. And I think that that's the problem with a lot of people now is nobody communicates that well. Like people can't communicate their feelings. It's all over text. You have to say everything that you want over social media or behind some kind of uh, curtain, you know? Yeah. And there's no, that I fear agree. of rejection. Yeah, which is huge. And, and that's why everything's kind of fucked up now. 
like in this social age that we live in where everything is social media, like having a conversation with somebody right in front of you, some people struggle super hard with that shit. And you're like, okay, but the only way you're going to get to fuck them is if you talk to them. You got to open your mouth and say some words. And I mean, sometimes that even isn't texting. You can do that over texting. But if you're super vague, like want to hang out again, hanging out is something you do with friends. You know, you don't, yeah. I mean, I, I wouldn't call like my buddy on the phone and be like, can I take you out sometime? Like he'd be like, what the fuck's wrong with you? But if I'm like, <laughs> Yo, hey, do you want to, I'd really like to take you out. I'd love to take you out. Let's go out to dinner, dinner and a handy. Yeah, there you go. A dry, tu- a dry tugger in the movies. That's the way to go. <laughs> That's right. Well, it Better wouldn't be dry because what, see the trick is, see, they have the, the trick with the popcorn where you cut the hole in the bottom, you know, but the real trick is just to get them to eat the popcorn because then they have the butter on their hands. Yeah, and then you know if they're a chick that's just used to the dry tugger, then it adds a little bit of lube to it because chicks are terrible at giving hand jobs. Right, like I'd say eighty five percent of the time, because and I don't blame them. I mean, they don't have a penis, they don't know what they're doing, and I bet that most guys are terrible at finger banging because I've seen it. Okay. They just like put their finger in and just start just punching. They're just punching the vagina like it's some kind of fucking uh, a speed bag or something. Yeah, personally, I, I try to box the cervix. That's the best way to do it. It's a bit, yeah, you got to try to poke it. You got to say, hey, what's up? Hey, what's up? Like, you got to be like that annoying little first grader who's always poking people. Exactly. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. People don't know. Well, that you. makes sense. You just got to go up and down, team. up and down, not in and out, folks. That's come on. To, come on, Everybody. fucking amateurs. You, you got to give the old come hither. Yeah, you exactly. Just give, old, just give it the rub. Just give it, yeah, just give Exactly. Uh, number works. two. Put effort into planning a date. It's really simple. We may be dating numerous people in the early stages, but if you're a guy who doesn't want to be friend-zoned, then please plan some sort of outing. That makes sense. I'm a, I'm a traditional dinner and movie kind of guy, though, myself. It's an easy go-to. That's... Uh... Like even even being married like that, if we're gonna date, that's uh, go on a date. That's what we do: the dinner and the movie. Thing. Dinner and a movie. I um, I actually have this date that I sort of put together that seems to work really well. There's this restaurant in town. It's a really nice restaurant, like way on the other side of, of town, and you know it has nice ambiance and all this stuff. And I usually will take a woman there. We'll have dinner, and then I'll go to the pier and we'll walk down the pier. And I've done it three times, and two out of the three. Blow job at the end of it. Well played. Yeah, it's perfect. I mean, just because of the way that the restaurant is, and you know, it's very like sensual. It gets their it gets their loins a frothing. Well, yeah, like chicks, you to get them going, it takes it takes the date. It's not just going to be about when you start double clicking the mouse. They got to be ready from the beginning. It's just like if you watch like uh, Planet Earth or anything like that, and these birds put on these elaborate productions. That's what the fucking date is. You got to wine them and dine them, and then hopefully you'll get to mate them. Wow. Exactly. Exactly. And um, I have this belief, and maybe you fall into the same belief, that I would say a good 80% of women are indirectly prostitutes. Yeah, essentially. I mean, because when you think about it, you some most women, if they're modest and you know they're good intentioned, they won't fuck you on a first date. Or a second date, they may fuck you on the third, depending on if you're hot shit or not. Mm-hmm. So if you figure, if you do two dinners, two movies, for two people, two times, 
that's a good that's a good amount of money when you count the gas, the time factor, the movie cost, the dinner for two people, two different times. So you've really just paid for sex. It just took a little it was a payment plan and it was in goods instead of cert, like goods instead of actual money. Yeah, that pussy was on layaway. Exactly. And it just took some time. And some women they just give it up right away because they're just whores. They're oh, yeah. There's there's some special salutes out there. But you know, we all love special salutes. Oh. They make the world go around. They do. And especially when you have those like I, I call I call them like spring training sluts. Because like you wouldn't fuck them on a normal basis, really, and you definitely don't want to go out with them. But you want to be able to keep your game going. Like you want to be able to know, like you want to practice until like, you know, the season starts. So yeah. mating so you want to make sure that you still have the rhythm and you still have the moves and you can still you know and you try new things on them like when the new play comes in the playbook like you try it out with her she's your tight end literally you know and you're the and you're the quarterback uh-huh. yeah no I think you're totally right because you got you got to keep in shape you got to make sure that uh, like you said your game's got to be tight and you, you could come across something you saw in porn and you're like oh I, I want to try it you don't want to try that. With a veteran, like you, no. well, you want to try it with a veteran, but yeah, I mean, you, you don't want to try it with somebody who you have any kind of like any kind of vested interest in for a long term future, because yeah, you, if, if you fuck that up, then you fuck it up. Exactly. You well, you want to have the girl that I, after the end, you can have the questionnaire and be like, okay, did you like this? Did you like that? What do you think? Do you think most girls would like that? Do you have a sister? <laughs> Shit like that. Exactly. I like the sister one. I've never, I've never had a threesome <laughs> with two sisters. I think it'd be badass, but most chicks are freaked out by it. Yeah, I, I don't know about that one. It, I, is I don't know if it's maybe if they're not do if once they start doing shit to the to each other, then you're like, okay, this is getting yeah. this is getting. Not, where's dad? Not not for me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm like, yeah, yeah, totally, yeah. Eat your sister out. Yeah, good girl. Yeah. This is perfect. This is perfect. You've all been very naughty. You've all, you've all been very cooperative. I enjoy this. We can do this again. Yeah. I uh, approve. Number three, pay on the first date. If you snap up and pay the bill on the first date, you cannot be friend zoned. That's bullshit. Especially if you explicitly, explicitly call it a date before paying. God, this seems really controlling. Like you have, it's like, very controlling. If you're yeah. with a chick who's so stupid that she hasn't seen the signs by this point where you have to be like, well, I'm going to pay on our date and you have to like make it known. Wink, 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 wink. And then you like start to move your zipper on your pants. You know, it's it maybe it's not working at that point. Yeah, I mean, I would hope by the check you've got kind of an idea. You don't turn into 1950s. Well, I've got this, miss. <laughs> <laughs> Bring me the check, like- waiter. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Over here, Garcone. All right. <laughs> Number what? 4, be affectionate. When you're affectionate, it gives off the impression that you want to see us, us. Oh, yeah, she's speaking in the, okay. Physical contact, even in the slightest, says that you don't even want to be considered for the friend zone. Make us feel comfortable by being affectionate. Is, can I finger bang her at the table? Yeah, like, do, do you just grab a tit, give it a little tweak, be like, get it? Just when you go to drop her off, you just grab her by the hair and just drag her into her house and throw her on the bed? Yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, that's what your president would do, right? Exactly, grab her right by the pussy. That's how it goes. Yeah. I mean, they don't care. That's the only way. Well, they have no idea. I mean, those little squirrel brains. Yeah. Come on. I mean, they'll forget about it like within an hour. 
I mean, after it's done, they might feel a little bit kind of down and depressed, you know, because they just got violated. But once they get in the shower and they wipe, they wash off the shame, then, you know, they'll see something shiny like their new makeup or something and then they're fine. Yeah. And by then they would have thought, you know what? I brought it on myself and this is what happens. Yeah. And it's all good. I I deserved this. I did this to myself. (laughs) I shouldn't have wore that short skirt. Yeah. I was asking for it clearly. Exactly. Clearly. He paid for the check. Yeah, he did. He, he deserved it. Yeah, he paid for the check. He was affectionate. He was direct. I mean, yeah. what more? He definitely I mean, wasn't friend zone. And I mean, I should have initiated and just given him a dry tugger, but I didn't. So yeah. that's that's on me. Yeah, and by the end of it, she's just depressed that she didn't tug you first. Yeah, I mean, because it is her fault. This whole scenario is all her fault that, for even that. thinking about friend zoning him. I don't even like her at this point. Yeah, fuck her. She's a cunt. Yeah, I can't believe it. <laughs> Number five, text and call us regularly. This request is not for me being needy. Females enjoy genuine and consistent attention. Text us things that made you laugh throughout the day and make us laugh. It's not just about the moments we spend together. It's the communication when we're apart. Oh, We love a nice text early in the morning or a good night little message. We like to be told we're being thought of. Be like, oh. Just text her and be like, you look cute when you sleep. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Then send her a picture of her sleeping. Yeah. Where'd you get that dress? That's nice. That's real nice. Who's David? What? (laughs) (laughs) Thinking of you, and then it's a picture of you in front of her parents' house. Right. Holding her fucking dog, smiling. (laughs) Me and Rover had a great day today. Thought of you all day. Hugs and kisses. I left you some chocolates. (laughs) Eat all of them. They're drugged. They're not drugged. Yeah, they're definitely not. They're definitely not. Would Remind, you like a roofie colada? A roofie colada. I like that. that that's, <laughs> what is that? T- is that still taste kind of like coconut? <laughs> Probably. I remember that was from, uh, I remember Family Guy. Quagmire was like, uh, roofie colada? <laughs> that's great. I love Quagmire. He's totally me. Uh, number five, text. No, I did that. Number six, remind <laughs> her of your intentions. If you're attracted to her, be upfront and honest with how you see things panned out. If you're with her for a while and see things being long-term, then let her know. If you can't stop thinking about her, let her know. That's fucking creepy. Keeping your intentions transparent will keep her from having to guess where things stand. Mixed signals are what land guys in the friend zone. Mm. So you just be like, so I was thinking tonight we could go out to dinner and then we could go do some anal in my van. What do you think? Yeah. You like that idea? No? That's okay. I'll get you a roofie colada. You'll forget it real quick. Yeah, exactly. Just take take a drink. No, we won't do the dry anal. Just uh, just finish that drink. Yeah, yeah. We'll we'll go in a minute. Just, yeah, just drink up, drink up. There you go. Good girl. Uh, Number seven. Fast forward in 10 minutes. I deserve this. (laughs) I had this coming. I should have given him a dry tugger. I should have fucked him in the van. Look, lady, I, I just want to be upfront with my intentions. I would like shake and bake all over your tits, and then I would like to, uh, you know, fuck you with a Colonel drumstick. I'm just saying. I'm these just saying. Are, I mean, are, I, I'm being upfront. I don't want to be in the friends. I, I was direct. I text you regularly. I'm affectionate. I paid for dinner. Like, what more do you want from me? I just want to fuck you in the ass in my van. You like pull out the thing. You're like, look, bitch, I ticked all the boxes. Get your fucking pants down. <laughs> The lady on that website said, this is what I'm supposed to do. And you're not complying. This is your fault. Yeah, clearly. Number seven, welcome her into your life. If the opportunity arises, invite her along to meet your friends in the early stages. 
You won't be friend-zoned because there will be an innate feeling of fitting right into your circle. Just make sure none of your friends make a move before you do. Make her feel welcome and wanted. Make her feel secure by allowing her into your life. So, yeah. I don't know. I. What if you're, like, in a really weird, like, sex ring? Can you yeah. bring her into that? You're like, so um, this is my satanic sexual r- ritual. We're all just, yeah. uh, we get around, we cut each other, we drink each other's blood, and we fuck in the living room. Welcome to my place. Just the way it is. This is Danny. He, uh, he's definitely got shit in his ass right now. Uh, here's Rick. Um, don't talk to Rick. Don't talk to Rick. Bit of guy. He just got out of prison. Uh, I wouldn't <laughs> fuck with him. He's really fucking horny right now. Yeah. I mean, it's your prerogative. Actually, you do what you do. Yeah, that's right. You be you. I don't want to be controlling, but you're going to get raped. And don't leave. The doors are locked. Yeah. And I'm going to fuck you in the van. some stuff. <laughs> <laughs> right on. So, um, man, we've been going for like 50 minutes. I think it, it might be close to break time. Break time. Yeah, we'll, we'll take a little break, and then, uh, and then we'll come back. How does that sound? Sounds good, man. All right. This is the Total Trigger Podcast, and we'll be right back. Shut up, everyone. Shut up. Woo. This is Leo. This is Kitty. This is Fez. This is Jackie. This is Cobra. What's up? And Midgey. We are Afterburn 739 Podcast coming to you from Squish Bar. Tune in every week and hear us talk about anything and everything. We are not politically correct. We are certainly not well informed. Sometimes we will make shit up. But we will make you laugh. You can find us on iTunes, Stitcher, or Afterburn739.com. And Twitter and Afterburn739. What's Stitcher? Hello, Kitty. Kitty. Welcome to the party. Welcome to the party. My jingle. (laughs) And you never know who might turn up in Squish Bar in the Turkey Bucket Gallery. (laughs) I quit. Hey, guys. This is Mike from the Mike Joel Show. You are listening to the Toe on the Trigger podcast. On today's show is... Fear Innes from Fifth Cast. Fear, take it easy on him. I don't know what else to say here, really. This is the Tone of the Trigger News. I am Daniel Ruppels. 19-year-old mother was struck with surprise when an oncoming train knocked the life right out of her while she was modeling for a photo shoot on the train tracks in Texas. On a happier note, the, fo- the, po- the, the photographer survived. A disgruntled customer in Lowville, New York, has been arrested for calling 911 to complain about the lack of service. The big issue was the man was calling to report a prostitute who failed to seal the deal. He had made a deal to pay her $200 for two nights of sex. When she failed to deliver, the man called the police. They were both arrested on charges of prostitution. Meanwhile, in Florida, two Florida women were pulled over for a routine stop. The story would end there, but this is Florida. The police noticed a crack pipe in the front seat. After searching the girls, more crack pipes appeared, and when they went back to the station, it was discovered that there was a crack pipe in one of their pussies. For TOTT News, I'm Jana Ruffles, and this is the world that we live in. And we are back. What did you, you think of the news? Good stuff? That was good, good, man. Good world that we live in? I love it. Yeah. you got to love those Florida crack whores who keep uh, crack pipes up in their pussy. The stuff that you can stick up there, it's amazing. It, 
there's a lot it's funny because i know a lot of people who just like they used to do a lot of drugs and now they're like clean and sober but the stories that they tell about the shit that they would cram in different orifices of their body and smuggle across the border just amazes me every time there uh there's a uh, woman i work with who and she's the sweetest thing and one day we got talking about her past and I sat there for an hour with my fucking jaw on the floor because she did bad things. And I was just like, holy fuck, what happened? But now she's clean and sober and life is good. And they all turn into little sweethearts. Like most people, once they get clean, like they become fucking librarians and shit and like everything's good. Yeah. They won't even like, they don't even masturbate anymore. They don't do shit. And then some people, they go just the opposite. Like they just become like, they quit doing drugs, they quit drinking, so they just become, like, addicted to, like, everything else they possibly can. Shopping, gambling, sex, fucking anything else. Yeah, just fill the void. That's right, fill that hole. I got something they could fill their hole with, but they never come to me. Bitches. Fucking cunts. Alright, I have uh, the creepiest thing about you based on your zodiac sign. So, I don't know if you believe in astrology. I think it's a bunch of bullshit. But it's always fun. Eh. It's always fun to read these. It's uh, I don't know, man. It's funny, like stuff like that's pretty interesting. When I really want to think about shit, and I'm like, maybe there is more to the universe. Because the way the stars were when I was born, I'm predispositioned to kill myself. Exactly. Or others. Or others. Exactly. So, what is (laughs) your um your sign? What's your sign? That's the kind of question you ask on a date too. So, what's your sign? Yeah. Okay, what's Fear, what, what's your sign? Oh, well, Daniel, thank you. Um, I'm a Leo, like Ooh. long walks on the beach Ooh. or the and, pier. And you're looking to get your dick wet. <gasps> Always. So a Leo, that's July 23rd to August 22nd, for any of our listeners who don't know. Uh, you're an innocent little angel during the day, but when it's nighttime and you're fantasizing about sex... Some pretty bizarre things cross your mind. <laughs> things you wish you weren't turned on by. Uh, it's true. Is that accurate? Is that when you're watching the weird porn shit with the midgets fighting in the living room? Is that night, like three in the morning, you're just sitting there just jerking it to just some fucking weird avant-garde porn? Avant-garde porn? Yeah, and I lied. I said I didn't jerk it. I did. I mean, And I on. was putting cigarettes out on my neck. On your neck? See, I like to do right on the scrotum. I don't know if you've tried that yet. You no, go in between the two nuts. You don't do like one nut. You just go right in between one of the two balls. Well, that's kind of nice. You don't like favorite one. No, no. Yeah, you can't do that. And I mean, then one like because if you do one, it like starts to shrivel a little bit more, and then it's like uneven. It's not good. You just you can't be doing that shit. No, no. I mean, equally abuse your balls. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess you could put one cigarette on the right and then give it a break and then do one on the left if you really wanted to. Yeah, and then you got to worry about, oh, fuck, did I do righty too many, three times? I, damn it. (laughs) So I'm a Gemini, which, for people listening, is May 21st to June 20th. I am a skilled liar. I could come up with stories out of the blue and force people to believe them. Sometimes I'll lie just for fun, just to see if I can get away with it, and I always do. I don't know. Is that true? No. (laughs) <laughs> no, not at all. Do you I believe, believe you. Do you believe me? Oh, you win. Uh, uh, damn it. it. I think this is a trick. Uh, yes, I do. I've noticed lately, I was talking to a friend about this, and it's not so much lying. I'm really good at manipulating people and then not realizing I'm doing it until it's done. And it's such like a, it's, it's such a twisted, like manipulative, manipulative, that's a fun word, 
ploy <laughs> that I like I don't even realize I'm doing it in in the moment. Like I'm I'm trying to like like oh I'm being a nice guy. Like I'm saying all the right things to like make this person feel good about themselves. And it's really like no, you're trying to get them to do something. And I don't realize until they did it and I'm like, "Ha, victorious." Yeah, and then the devils on your shoulder are like, "We did it. We got this." We like did. I didn't even know you were there. <laughs> <laughs> that that's the I mean I don't know what's worse like doing it and then not realizing it or the whole time just being like ooh I'm gonna get me some yeah you know what I want I'm gonna fuck with this person I'm gonna get them bad yeah. I have another one here the nastiest thing that you're willing to do in bed based on your zodiac sign well, so clearly I'm watching horrible things I can't wait to hear what I do yeah right okay so <laughs> this is this is Leo again a Leo will absolutely, without a doubt, make the best sex partner that you've ever had. Their love of being the center of attention makes them natural exhibitionists. They love showing themselves off and getting steamy attention from their partner in the process. Knowing lustful thoughts are being directed their way all day and all night is truly the Leo dream. Is that true? Yeah, that's highly accurate. That's highly accurate, yeah. Yeah, do you, I, do I, you and MD, I just I, like go fuck in the park like randomly? Oh yeah, and I flex the whole time. Yeah, you just like like just just do it right in the playground there. Just look at some five year old right in the eyes and be like, "Yeah, you like that shit." <laughs> yeah, exactly. I'm kissing my biceps. I'm like, "That's right, that's right." You're learning shit right now. I'm taking you to school, baby. You're like uh, from American Psycho when he's fucking that chick and he's just like looking at himself in the mirror and like pointing at himself and shit. Exactly. I pat Bateman that shit. Yeah, there you go. I am. For Gemini, it says, oh man, what won't a Gemini do? Geminis are passionate and playful lovers who are also game to explore something new. They're so upbeat and positive that they'll only draw the line at anything. They'll, they'll only draw the line at anything too serious or aggressive. Non-light BDSM, it says in parentheses, which is actually really, really true. I'm like super upbeat during sex. Like I'll have full-on conversations. I'm like like a fucking chatty Kathy. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, full on conversation. I'll be like, "So, how was your day today?" And like, Dude, like, can you just shut up and fuck me? I'm like, "Yeah, yeah I'm, I'm, I'm fucking you. It's cool." So, like, you know, what, what are your aspirations? What do you want to do with your life? Like, you got anything going on? Anything big? You're in school? How's the, you know, how, how's the family doing? People don't. I mean, that's you're, you're a nice lover. I, you just, you're curious about the day. You're, you're happy. You're banging. I, I don't see anything. Who wouldn't wrong be? With that. Who wouldn't be though? I mean, it, it well, should... yeah, yeah. I don't want to meet the guy that's upset that he's banging. She's like, "Oh God, that feels so good." Shut the fuck up! Don't fucking say Yo. words, <laughs> bitch. You know I don't want to be here. <laughs> There's other places I'd much rather be than inside your filthy snatch. Oh man, that was good. I have a feeling I I that character is black. Wait, that character it feels is. black to me. <laughs> it's just this feeling I'm getting of I'm, very I'm, I'm feeling very I'm just I'm feeling very uh I don't know like very affirmative action right now. <laughs> yeah, bitch. <laughs> <laughs> oh god, okay. What else do I have here? I'm I'm not I'm not I'm still I'm still getting used to this uh guest host thing. It's still uh it's still hard for me. You know, I lost I lost some of my uh I lost a couple co-hosts last couple years. Everything's kind of just in shambles in my life, and you know this is what I do now to 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 keep the day going is is pretend like uh like I'm a big podcaster, you know. <laughs> Fill the void, baby. That's yeah. what we're all doing. All right, do you want to get a little bit serious? But we can do whatever you want. All right, we'll get a little bit serious. This is a dear Abby. 
It says, I've always tried to be a compassionate person. I've experienced a lot of abuse and I'm sensitive to others who go through it. A man across the street from me has been arrested three times in the last six months for domestic abuse. I rarely see a woman there, so I don't know if the victim is a woman or a child. I moved into the neighborhood only six months ago. My elderly mother lives here with me. I'm torn about what to do. My heart says that I should reach out to the people who live there and make friends with them. And my head says to stay out of their business because I don't need the drama. I don't want to put my mother or myself in jeopardy, but I don't want the person or people in that house to think that they are alone. So I guess we have to put ourselves in their shoes. So let's get empathetic for a moment. I know we're not very good at that. And I know that these topics for you are like really like sensitive topics because I've heard you like, like go nuts about like domestic violence and just abuse in general. So like, I know that you might be seething right now. Like you might be freaking out and I just want you to, I just want you to take it in. Just take a breath. Okay. And we're going to, we're going to, we're going to get through this calmly and we're going to get through this rationally and we're going to do this. All right. Sounds good. Okay. So new people moving across the street from you. They keep getting arrested. The guy keeps getting arrested and you know it's for abuse. What do you do? Oh man. That's That's tough. tough It's, it is really tough because I I get what she's saying. Like personally, the stuff that I've been through, it's better to just, how fuck that. It it is a tough one, man. Because deep down, I'd I'd say keep your shit out of their business because you don't want to get caught up. Yeah, it's not it's none of your business. You don't know. Yeah, I mean, you don't really even need to know what's going on because abuse isn't really an answer to anything. But I mean, you don't know what's going on. You don't know if the guy's fucking insane, has guns. Like you don't know what's going on. Well, yeah, you could go over and be like, hey, I want you to know you. Oh, did you just stab me? Oh, like I I, it's it's a it's a tough one because I also I, I got a very big heart and I there's a lot of people that uh, over the years I've essentially been a rock to just uh, help them through through whatever if if in in for you as well man if you ever go through anything and you ever need to talk to anybody like no shitting no bullshitting aside I am there for anybody who ever wants to get some shit off their chest because like I went through some really bad shit growing up and the all I ever wanted to do was have somebody to talk to so yeah so you like to be that person for other people exactly so I that's I've taken on that role I have no problem uh talking to anybody about anything and deep down i would want to go over there and see if there's anything that i can do if there's because you never know maybe it's just some shit at the end of the day though and that's and that's the switch right as a as a father and a husband abuse is bullshit yeah exactly so i mean it, it would be it'd be extremely hard for me to be empathetic towards that person and not just walk over and clock them. Yeah. And punch them right in the face and cause more drama. And then again, on the other side of the coin, it's like, then you're kind of like a bad person for just sitting there and knowing it's happening. You know, it's almost like the the good Samaritan story where people just kept passing by the hurt guy, you know, and someone else will take care of this. Someone else will take care of this. And then, you know, eventually, you know, what, what happens? Like how far will the line go before somebody actually steps in and does something? No, you're you're totally right because yeah, because it, it could always go two ways, and we live in a society where we're afraid to be a part of anybody else's world because sometimes that world's a mess, and you don't want to get caught up in the mess because your fucking life's 
fucking also a mess, mess. anyway. Yeah. yeah, like it's just so a little less just, messy, and you're like, fuck, I don't yeah. want, I don't want that mess in my mess. Yeah, your mess is a little bit uh, more of a clusterfuck than ours. Um, I see you're hurting, but uh, I don't want to go over and get shot. So. Here's a dollar. Walk it off. Yeah, <laughs> almost. But you never know, like, because you could, that's tough, because I've had guys that kind of went through shit like that, where they just, they were going, they were down on their luck, they they had bad upraising, which I'm I'm sorry, man, I had bad upraising, it didn't cause me to beat or do anything horrible, like, that's a choice you made. Yeah. But you never know, maybe if you, maybe you can get them to help, maybe you can figure it out, maybe yeah. it's just beating on a dog, I don't know. <laughs> I mean, and yeah, I mean, even that's fucked up. But yeah, I get what you're saying. You don't know what exactly he's doing. I think like, and I don't get how this lady knows that he was arrested for domestic violence. Like, how does she find that out? Yeah, that's like a weird thing. Like, unless she did some fucking Columbo shit. She just like walked like, up to the cop. She's like, so uh, what happened? He's like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. I can't discuss it. And she's like, uh, I'll suck your dick. And he's like, oh, yeah, he just beat the shit out of somebody in there. Domestic violence. Oh, That's... you said suck a dick? Yeah. Okay. No problem. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can was... tell. I'll, I'll tell <laughs> you almost everything. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. I don't know. I mean, if if there was the interest in there, and you're like, yeah, because number one, I don't know how the fuck she would know what he got arrested for. She would just see he got arrested, and then I guess they'd get around and like gossip and bullshit and. I mean, That's maybe, because, she... I mean, I know, like, I don't know if every state has it, but I know here in California, you can go on this website called Who's in Jail. Jesus. And you can type in someone's name and it's public record. They'll tell you what, like, if they're in jail, what jail they're in and what, like, what they were charged with. Oh, shit. Yeah. That's wild, man. Yeah. Like, it won't go into specifics. You know, it doesn't, it won't say, you know, this person was, like, running naked and, like, smack someone with their dick. It'll just say, like, lewd and, you know, lascivious conduct or whatever. So that's it. But maybe that's what she did, which is kind of a lot of work for somebody. Yeah, and that's what I'm so I'm trying to think from her point of view. Clearly she's done some research on the situation. Not enough to know exactly what's going on, but enough to know that's what's going on. So I mean, if you want to continue the process, you figure out what exactly is going on, maybe talk to some folks in the neighborhood. Like you're you're taking on a job. Yeah. Like, yeah, this is becoming a career at some point because yeah, everyone has yeah, their I'm life like, to live and if you care enough, you're going to do that, but you don't want to be that like nosy gossipy neighbor. Who accidentally well, like spreads the wrong rumor? <laughs> yeah, like she's probably walking around telling people he's getting it for abuse. Really, he's just down on his luck and he missed some uh, speeding tickets or something. Had to go in for overnight or something. Or like, and or she, she like, like stopped by his abuse. house after he got arrested and like looked in his mailbox and pulled out an envelope and like saw his name and like went home and searched it and like saw that it was for domestic violence when really it was the previous owner's mail and he's in for domestic violence and the other guy's actually just in there for like drunk in public. Exactly. And then next thing you know, she's just breaking in and kind of examining his house and trying to figure it out. And then it comes down, you find out there, there's no one else in the house. Yeah. And he's living alone and he's just sad and depressed and, and she catches him like right about to hang himself. Exactly. But she then, still doesn't know that he was arrested for the drunk thing and thinks it was still domestic violence, so she just sits there and watches it happen. Yeah, and then from, after it's done, she finds out the truth, and then she just can't live with herself, so she goes and kills herself. Oh, my God. I want to see that movie. Right? See, that's why you don't get in other people's shit, man. You just go mind your own business and go on with your life. Yeah. All of a sudden, you're hanging from the rafters with the guy that was abusing people. Like, yeah. nobody wants that. Yeah. So that that's our answer. So to you, whatever your name is, lady, 
Just fucking let it go. Let it slide. You know, smile at the kids. If you see them, smile at the wife, wave at them, say hello. You know, maybe bring them a pie or something. But other than that, stay the fuck out of it because you don't know what the fuck's going on. Exactly. Well, that, that was beautiful. I, I think we could make a good therapist team. I think we could oh, yeah. solve the world's problems with shit like that. I got a weird feeling everything's going to end with hanging from the rafters, but I th- I think it'd be good. I think, yeah. I mean, we'll have to, we'll have to like spruce it up a little bit because after a while hanging from the rafters people are like let me guess hanging from the rafters ha 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 and be like no they slit their fucking throat <laughs> we're like well it is the name on the sign but sure whatever you want <laughs> yeah whatever whatever you want to do welcome to hanging the rafters we're going to take care of you here sit down on the couch let's talk um i just really don't want to end up hanging from it well you came to the wrong place you came to the wrong place this, this is rafters are us okay yeah so come in, go. sit down, and get ready for the time of your life. Yeah. Here's some rope. Start working on it and tell me what's wrong. All right. I have another story here. I think the – I don't even know if I need to read the story. I think that just the headline itself will, will kind of sum it up. It says, woman holds uh, record for having sex with 919 guys in the same day and still had sex that night with her lucky boyfriend. Jesus Christ. Yeah. Is there any fucking tread left on that tire? <laughs> I wonder. That's like back to that pussy we were talking about. That's like ined- inedible. You just yeah. can't like you just go to it's not even it. They just fuck the lips right off of it. Yeah. He's just looking at it. He's like, this is devastation. Like, did John Macron hit you with a fucking thing down here with that? What's going on? Every time. You got racket bits. Every time she coughs, like it coughs too. She's. <clears throat> <laughs> if, if, I, if it looks like. Um, was what's his name? Goidberg from fucking, uh, the um, oh shit, that show. I I got nothing. <laughs> that's all. Good. That's a that's a joke. Fail. Oh. Futurama. Futurama. The guy with that looked like an octopus face. Oh, no whammies. I had had to do it. All right, so some context of the story. This is an old story. I don't know why it was published in 2017, but this was in 2004. This porn actress named Lisa Sparks set a new world record for having sex with the most men in a single day during annual World Gangbang Championship in Poland. Why the fuck was I not told that there's a World Gangbang Championship in Poland? Yeah, like I hope they go all out. Like they they have commentators that welcome to World Gangbang. Like I yeah. want I want the World Gangbang Championship. Ship ship ship. It's like echoey. It's in a stadium. You know, oh dude, that'd be awesome. I exactly. want to go now. You paid for the whole seat, but you'll only need the edge. <laughs> the American porn star completed a, competed against two other women. One of which was the former record holder who had sex with 759 men in a day. She That's achieved this record by having sex with 919 men over a period of 12 hours. So let's do some math. That would mean that she spent only 45 seconds having sex with each man, which is about 13.5 seconds longer than is often necessary. <laughs> wow. And on that day, she won by 21 men. Wow. Yeah. They were both going at it. Yeah, they were both like, going crazy. I I want a Rocky styled montage leading up to this. Like how did she get her pussy trained to take that much dick? Yeah, I don't know. That's that's intense. Actually, you know what? I have I have I don't know if you have anything that you can say, but I think I have the Rocky style montage song. I think I do. No, 
it's gone now. <laughs> Damn, that was my own. Uh, that was my own. Uh, yeah. Uh, two fails in one episode. I'm not. I'm not doing well today. It's a, but one was you, one was me, right there. We're there good. They balance. They, they cancel each other out, so it's okay. Exactly. Two negatives make a positive. I think. So hypothetically, so in, in yeah. a in another universe, let's just say a parallel universe, you're not married. Okay, that'll make okay. everything a lot easier. Would you go to the World Gangbang Championship? Uh, yeah, why not? Yeah, sure. I'm Would single. you participate? As long as I'm in the top, the first ten, maybe. First ten, that wow. that's a good. I mean, I was gonna say first five, but I mean. Okay. I didn't want to be greedy. I didn't want to be greedy. That's fine. I, I, I mean, get that. If you, you show up and, and the number on your bib is 919. <laughs> that's like terrible. You, yeah, that, that would is, be really that bad. It is a rough day, sir. Yeah. I mean, that, that's a lot of dick on your dick. You're not even fucking a chick anymore. You're just fucking 918 dicks. Yeah. Yeah. It's true. Can you just imagine how beat up that thing was when that shit was over? He, pro- he probably had to hold on to it and stuff it in. I guarantee he wasn't hard. Oh, yeah, fuck like, I just I have to do it. That's gross. She wants the record? Oh, okay, I'll do it. But it just looks smashed down there. It's like she <laughs> sat on a grenade for Christ's sakes. Yeah. Ugh. Dude, fuck that <laughs> shit. Fuck that shit. Well, it's that time of the episode, which is like the end-ish, where we name that episode. So I don't know if you've been keeping track of anything and writing anything down. Have you? Yeah. Oh, yeah. I've oh, you did. Things. Okay. Um, I have a few names, but uh, let, let's hear how how many do you have? Um, I've I just got the two that I kind of, and then the rest of it, I just kind of enjoyed the show. Oh, okay. <laughs> I mean, that's fine. At least you enjoyed yourself. So, what uh, what are the two that you have? Uh, I've got you brought it on yourself. Okay. So uh, we took a hard stance on this. this we episode. took a very hard stance about rape. I mean, yeah, I. If any but any of my potential love interests are listening to that, I don't actually take that stance on rape. I'm just throwing that out there. Please don't let me die alone, please. First of all, <laughs> Daniel, me and Rudy are gonna go in the brick the pop the give the gopper. Mr. Cosby. Welcome to the yeah. show. Oh, thank you, sir. How's uh how's life after all the allegations? Well, I may have fingered too many wooden pops, but I said beep the boop the bop and I'm back, baby. <laughs> oh, well, thank you, Mr. Cosby, for crashing the show. Anytime. Rudy, get the car. <laughs> God, every time I picture him on that show, it's just, and knowing what he's done or they claim uh-huh. he's done, it's just, there's an episode where he's like, Rudy has all her friends over and he's like bouncing them all on his knee. Oh dear God. And I'm just like, oh dude, Bill, no, this this didn't age well. This show did not age well at all. No, and that's what's horrific. I used to watch um or or listen to a lot of his stand up. And he was a phenomenal storyteller. And I can't anymore. I just it, I just can't. And I can't watch the show and I just Man, it, it, it Bill Cosby so ruined Bill Cosby for you. He totally did, yeah. Yeah, and it's, it's I used to love so the Cosby sad. show as a kid. I used to have like a couple of his albums and stuff, and I he was a funny guy. He was a clean comic that could actually make you laugh with clean comedy. 
Exactly. And it, for me, it was the stories, his ability to tell a story that you know didn't happen. Yeah. But he just did it in a way that by the end of it, you didn't care. You just, you believed what he was saying. Exactly. Yeah. That sucks. It sucks. I mean, it may not even be true. I don't, they didn't even prove it, did they? I don't know. Until they prove it, Bill Cosby's Bill Cosby, man. Uh, Dr. Huxtable in the house. Dr. Huxtable in the house. So what is your second choice? The other one, uh, I wrote uh, Greasy Curly Fry and a Roofie Colada. Ah, you combined two together. I like it. So Greasy, okay. Uh, Let me write that down just so I have it. Greasy Curly Fry and a Roofie Colada. Uh, Okay, so I have a couple... And uh, they go mostly for the beginning of the show, but I have uh, dudes with cell phones, or yeah, dudes with cell phones are the scientists, which was basically like the porn reference about dudes who watch yep. porn. I actually was supposed to say dudes who watch porn are the scientists. That's what I was supposed to say, but I was talking while I was writing, so that wasn't the best. <laughs> uh, falling down the porn hole. Ooh, yeah. yeah. Uh, toss the dong in. <laughs> and uh, rafters are us. Oh, those are all good. Yeah. And so you being the guest, you get to pick. So it's between those ones and then your two, which were you brought this on yourself and Greasy Curly Fry and Roofy Coladas. Dang. Um, shit. I, I, I do like Toss the Dong in. Okay. People are going to be very curious about that. Um, what was one before that? Uh, falling Down the Porn Hole. Yeah, that's a good one, too. I'll put a check next to that one too. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I like that one. Uh, if I have to pick, I, I think it's the porn hole. Falling down the porn hole. Okay, I yeah, mean, I and you know what? It's very apropos because we did talk about porn and sex and all kinds of shit for a very large portion of the show. Well, and that's what I was kind of thinking. It, it's it's very representative of the entire show. Yeah, the whole episode. So yeah. it's funny. I've been telling people lately. I was like, you know, I and I was talking. I actually had Emily on the show. She's uh, for last week's show and uh she's so modest you know she's so like she's just such a sweet girl you know and so i was like okay i'm not gonna i'm not gonna talk about sex like i'm gonna try to like i'm gonna try to keep things you know going as well as i can you know what i mean and because people have told me like my show had turned into something where it was all sex it was all just just about sex all the time and there wasn't much of anything else going on you know and so i was yeah. like fuck like i need to get away from that and so, you know, since I've been having these other podcasters on, it's gotten into a lot of different topics. And it was just, it was really hard having Emily on from Story Behind, you know, because it's like, she's so sweet. And I'm like, dude, like, there's no way you're mean like I am. Like, you, you probably love a lot of people. So, it was it was hard. She's very modest. She's one oh. of my favorites, though. She's actually officially my, my, my podcast wife now. Oh, wow. Oh, very yeah. good. Yeah, so... Stay away from my woman, because she's mine. Oh, yeah, just gonna Touché, throw that good there. sir. Yeah. All right. So, uh, you want to give a plug for your show? Let people know where they can find you. Days, times, all that good happy horse shit. Yeah, for sure, man. Um, so yeah, you can head on over to fifcstudios.com. Uh, it's got links to all of our shows. We have a Fearcast that drops Monday, which is kind of uh, it, lately. It's been interviews with different directors from the horror field and actors. Uh, but as well, it's a lot of metal and combat uh, sports. Then on Wednesday, we have Fifth Cast, which is uh, myself, Razor, and MDI, my wife. And uh, anything goes. We talk about a little bit of everything, uh, as well as we do have some fictitious 
uh, stores that we sometimes place orders for and other good things. The and uh, we have, yeah, the, the, we got the pothole and the hog and whistle and all these silly little things that uh, that come along with it. And uh, and then we have the Naked Porch, which is our guys uh, out of New York who are on as well. And they talk a little bit of everything, anything from Sasquatch to religion to uh, weed logic and gaming. And uh, so, yeah, all the links, we're on all everything. Uh, we're on um, iTunes, Google Play, Stitcher, which I hate. Um, yeah, st- yeah, straight up. Stitcher's kind of bullshit, yeah. I'm on there too. Uh, I don't. We, I don't ever pay attention to anything on Stitcher, though. I just have it there because it's just a place that people say you should have your podcast. Yeah, and that's that's why we do it too. We don't give a shit that it's there, but um, we're on a. We're also on Laughable. We're on uh, Lemur, which is a new one that's coming out that we're we're helping take off. Um, but yeah, fyfcstudios.com. It's got links to all of our social media. We're on fucking all of them. Uh, as well that we do movie reviews and uh, we're actually starting to do a lot more YouTube videos. All the links are there, man. And uh, come on over, get dirty, get funny. Right on. Hey, and I appreciate you being on the show and I definitely want to have you back on again sometime. Dude, this is fun, man. I, I love, uh, I've been in kind of a, I'm not going to lie, I've been in kind of a pod rut lately, just burnt out. And uh, yours is the first show I've been on in a while. And uh, I, I had a lot of fun, man. You do a great show. Oh, well, thank you. I appreciate that. I love your guys' show too. And I, of course, I will continue to listen. Thank you, good sir. And uh, I will talk to you later. Sounds good. All right. And this has been episode 084 of the Toll of the Trigger podcast. I want to thank everybody for listening. I want to remind you to go to toeonthetrigger.com and hit the subscribe button to receive notifications of every new episode on iTunes, Stitcher, Google Play Music, or wherever podcasts are available. We are also featured on TuneIn and iHeartRadio. I would love to get to know all of you personally, so please do not hesitate to reach out on social media. You can find the show on Facebook, Twitter, and all other social media by searching for Toe on the Trigger. If you like what you heard on the show, then you might like some other shows that are friends with Toe on the Trigger, including Afterburn 739, the Bad Cop, Bad Cop Show, of course, Fifth Cast, Gareth's Random Ramblings, Three is Comedy, The Passersby Podcast, The Bold and Belligerent Podcast, The Brand X Podcast, The Mike Joel Show, and The Story Behind. If you're too shy to be social, you can shoot the show a message by going to toeonthetrigger.com and hitting the Take a Shot button, or you can email us at takeashot at toeonthetrigger.com. You can make your voice heard by leaving a voicemail at the Toe on the Trigger hotline at toe 546 That's 863-546-8688. Finally, be sure to tell a friend about your favorite podcast, the Toe on the Trigger podcast, and all the other shows that support this show. For Fear Innes, I am Daniel Reppels, and until next time, remember to keep your toe off of that trigger. This is bullshit. I don't get to see you. Yeah, I know. Can't look into your your loving eyes. (laughs) That's all right. I'll take what I can get, man. I mean, you can still beat off. I, to I my wanted voice. sex, I'm, but I, I, I'm getting a hand job, I guess. But hey, at least I, I do spit on my hand. So I'm That's not going to give you a dry tugger or anything like that. Oh, yeah. Mike Jolitz recorded a little thing for it, too. <laughs> oh, Jolitz. Yeah, Jolitz. He's always willing to give a helping hand when needed. Yeah. And he's always using the spit, too. So. Exactly, yeah. He will jerk you off, and it's a pretty good hand job. It's not bad at all. Well, dudes know what dudes like. Yeah, right? <laughs> I guess if you were going to get a hand job, it'd be best to get one from a guy because they know what they're doing. Yeah. Yeah. True. We basically just 
really just advocated rape for like 20 minutes, which is fine. That's fine. Yeah, we we took a hard stance on rape. We did. <laughs> it's it's yeah. okay to rape somebody, and it's their fault if you do. 